and welcome to another episode of the NFR podcast. As I almost knocked my desk over on that intro, like what's going on there? Uh, I'm I'm one of your hosts. I'm half of your host, Eric. Uh, our other half, Rob. How's it going, man? It is going good, brother. It's always good to be here, seeing you and hearing you. Yep, it's good. Uh, good stuff. I've got a new background this time. I was red last time. This time I'm blue. I like I had a red shirt last time. So this time I like did a little blue to go with the blue NFR, but I've got the gray shirt. Like we're doing, we're doing. This. All right, I'll go with the light colors. <laughs> yep, I'm I'm on the dark side. You're on the light side. We won't bring Star Wars into this, but it's fine. again. <laughs> Check last episode. <laughs> yeah, please do. Um, let's see. So in this episode, uh, we are going to talk about. Uh, what we've referred to a couple times, kind of at a, at a high level, but I don't think we've really like gotten no. deep on it, um, which is, the, uh, I think what you call the four pillars of performance. Yeah. Right. So we'll get into that. Let's not, let's not run those off just yet. Cause we're going to do, we're going to do some business. Cause I have like two things, but I am okay. Two things, two things for business. Okay. Um, the first one will be the same thing that it always is, which is like, we're on YouTube now. Go check us out on YouTube. Um, <laughs> But I'll keep it much shorter this time. Seriously, though, uh, yeah. uh, let's see. We've talked about a number of different things, I think, in the past four or five weeks uh, mm-hmm. that are on YouTube. Give us a comment. Let us know what's working for you, what's not. Uh, I've, we've said this a couple times where we want this content to be useful and valuable to you. Yeah. And yeah. one of the ways we can make sure that we do that is uh, if, if you're engaging and leaving comments, uh, uh, give us a review on iTunes, all that fun stuff, and uh, and we really appreciate it. Yeah. That's I'm going to make the spiel much shorter this time. Bam. That is a lot shorter. Ooh. There we go. Uh, the second piece of business, which isn't really business, but it is that time of year again that makes me very happy because Cyclocross is on TV. Oh, totally caught me off guard there, dude. Okay, cool. Yeah. So like um, the way that I watch it, uh, this is not sponsored by Flow Sports, but the way that I watch it is through, yeah. through Flow Sports. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and we're... We're a couple races into the World Cup, and it's been a lot of fun to watch. Uh, a couple of them were actually on U.S. soil in the beginning, which is nice. Mm. Uh, so lots of fun to watch. If you're not watching cyclocross and you want to watch people be absolutely insane in terms Dude. of the weather they will ride in. Yes. <laughs> it's yeah. just, I sit there like on a Sunday morning with my little cup of coffee looking at them just like, oh, cozy. you got to be so miserable. <laughs> Y'all have to be so miserable. <laughs> I've... I've I hate mud. Like I can't stand mud, but it's fun watching other people ride in mud. Yes. <laughs> and then like you got to feel bad for the poor like mechanics because they're coming into the pits oh, with a bike, right? And they're getting a new bike. Fix my and then, shit. <laughs> and then they're running the they're running the muddy ass bike over to like this like high pressure hose off thing. Yeah, it's just <laughs> it's fun to watch. So if if you've never watched it, you should watch it. Yeah, that is um, it's, cyclocross is fucking pretty entertaining. Yeah, it's got yeah, a little bit of everything. For, uh, you know, some people are like, oh, you watch bike racing? Like, it's so boring. What do you do? It's like, watch some fucking cycle cross. Yeah. Yeah. So, I guess I'm, I'm, I'm pimping that for the business. I don't All have right. anything I to, like do that. to do with us. Yeah. It's two wheels, man. It's that time of year, man. So, okay. Uh, you got anything? Want new business? Uh, I did another, what did I just do? The Filthy 50. The Filthy 50, Yes. I yep. did, uh, so we'll just keep them quick. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I signed up for the wrong category in expert mm. open men. 
Um, I was just so stoked to be getting into races and like, fuck it, I'm going to get in. And I can remember doing it late at work, man. And I'm like, I'm going to get that spot. Line up. Seems normal. I never raced mm -hmm. super south down by freaking San Diego and Escondido. We launch within three miles. I hear a super crazy clattering. And this is a super flat. I never rode the course, which I've never, ever, ever done. But I figured it doesn't look so technical. So I'm not afraid of a catastrophic kind of wipeout. Mm -hmm. But it's basically like a circuit freaking it reminds me of road racing circuit stuff and like it's a part of in, these in during terms the of week pacing or yes of... yeah so ah, you think like okay. the during the week mountain bikes series season stuff it's never crazy brutal climbing it's really fast and positioning's critical so at least i watched some youtube i knew it wasn't super tech uh yeah. I'm trying to get into position to make my spots to be on the single track. I think I'm pretty decent there, maybe within, I don't know, top 20. And uh, I hear this weird clattering. I'm like, fuck, what is that? And I look and the fucking brake calipers dangling, smacking the spokes on a downhill single track. So I save it, pull off. I got a freaking grab my wrench tighten it everybody's passing me on a downhill out turn so i don't want to eat freaking bike tires yeah. Yeah, yeah. everyone i go from the front to the back and then it just ended up just to be a long grueling event that i didn't know how to pace and i just exploded i don't know late 30 miles in i limp in uh per expert men open 47th place three hours 50 minutes so i'm like all right that was better than i thought because i had some bike yeah. computer issues that was 25 <laughs> minutes better since we were chipped and then when i really look at the results i'm like wait a minute i normally race with this guy and that guy and i'm like wait a minute with my time with all malfunctions i would have been 12th place i'm like oh man yeah i'll be back next year dude i'll be back next year <laughs> And I took my bike today. This is the last little bit to a mechanic uh -huh. to wrench on. And he looks and he says, who put your tires on? I said, I did. And he says, they're backwards. Your tires are backwards. <laughs> <laughs> so, always let other people look at your shit. Oh, man. <laughs> Don't do things late at night like registering for races or putting bike tires on. So I can, I can recommend uh. a podcast episode about preparation. <laughs> if you're, if you're interested. We learn, I learned, uh, how do you say, freaking, uh, dude, through experience, trial and error. So all of this crazy errors are to help you guys out there. Exactly. Right. And, that's uh, what it's making me stronger. That's what we're doing this for. We, we can share, we can share our mistakes mm -hmm. that you can learn from. Oh gosh! So you can you can not try to register for a race event uh, at work while things are like sirens are going off and fires yeah, have to be put not out. Good. Literally. Yeah, not good. Not freaking good. So next year will be super better. But uh, I was pretty stoked once I realized the whole deal: no brakes, backwards tires. It's like wow, I still get rolled in at twelfth place. <laughs> well, and I mean honestly, with the with the I mean with the year prior to this one and this one, like yeah. congrats for even getting out there and racing. Right on. Like, Thanks, man. Yeah. I have done I have done goose egg in races, so right on. Man. I get it. Right on. Yeah, that's all I got, man. Let's uh, let's roll in. Yeah, let's get into it. Uh, so again, we've talked about this a couple times. I'm gonna let Rob lead most of this because this is really more of his framework than mine because I am 
lazy and not racing right now. Um, <laughs> the four pillars of performance. And again, I, I, for, for a long time listeners of the podcast, this is episode 21, by the way. Dude. Um, <laughs> yeah. Wow. For long time listeners of the thank podcast. You for starting it, dude. Damn. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's good stuff. I, I saw that as we were uh, as we were ramping up and preparing this. I was like, oh man, I went, I went by fast. Damn. Um, so yeah, if, if you've been a long time listener, uh, you will have heard some of these things about yeah. the different pillars of performance. I know we've mentioned it once or twice at kind of a surface level yeah. uh, on other podcasts, uh, topics that we've had, because it all is kind of the base for for what we do. So yeah, um, I'm gonna let uh, I'm gonna let Rob kind of take that off for for a minute and go for it. Okay, so I'll start. You're keeping me on track. And so the four pillars of performance. So I've been riding, training, racing. Uh, this is the 30th year, I think, man. And I've been coaching just about as long. Uh, and over the course of, let's just call it 30 years, so even talking with training partners, friends, buddies, whatever, I started to realize that all questions came within one of four categories. And it was mental physical, nutrition, equipment. So it mm -hmm. started to become super important. And I started to see this pattern, especially when I was a coach, getting into power, slicing and dicing data. And folks would typically come to say, look, I want to climb faster. Or I want to be able to ride longer. Or how do I do this better? Um, and it would always fall within one of these four. I just started calling them, like thinking about them like pillars because I'm like, gosh, each person might have some slightly different want, slightly different desire. Um, and there's a post for this up on the site too by the time you guys are listening to this or it's breaking some of this piece down. But uh, kind of communicating in this common framework was making it a lot easier because then folks just wouldn't know where to start. Like sometimes I just get the question. I, I just did those couple of bike fits a few weeks ago and they're like, Hey, so what do you recommend for just getting better? And it's like, wow, that's like a, <laughs> like what's the, you know, then, so I got to go back down and what's the biggest challenge or, Oh, I got pain on the bike. Okay. Bam. You got an equipment issue or just like, you know, well, I just feel a little afraid. Or, okay. Bam. You got this mental issue. And I frame it like that as well as I'm exchanging. So people will know right away, like, okay, as we talk and you have questions or concerns or wants, desires, challenges, goals, try to think about them like that and frame them into these, you know, mental, physical, nutrition, equipment. And those are also prioritized. So I've also found, you know, through all those folks that I've coached so over what, the years. What is that? What is that priority? Uh, so the priority is mental first. That's the single highest priority. So everything I've seen starts there. Okay. Next up is physical. Third up is nutrition and then equipment. So it was really once I started to train with power and coach folks and see their power files and they would send me, you know, their files so that I could slice and dice and I could see a lot of times like, dude, the numbers are going up. You know, you're turning higher RPMs at bigger wattages for longer, et cetera, however many intervals, whatever it is, improvements. Mm -hmm. But some of these folks, I wouldn't see the improvement or they weren't when they were going to, you know, the ride, the event, the race, because this isn't just for racers. This is a, a trying to create like this common language, this framework. Yeah. And so what I kept finding was, for 
all of the folks that I've worked with that have paid me or that I've just kind of broed out with or just help them out, there is always a mental component. So even though folks were training and doing their miles and getting their intervals in and I get, I did it coach and yeah, I sent you the file and then it would be go time or they're going to meet their buddies and the Sierra's to ride and they would just melt down. And so a lot of it came to this belief or how they felt about what they were doing or fear management or anxiety prior to. So I started to see, man, the more I could do that, and that's kind of where I work too as a firefighter, right? It's stress management, fear management, high performance shit. And some of these little tips I was giving folks to bring them back to the moment was like, oh shit, I just performed so much better from one Saturday to the next. And it's like... That wasn't anything about a change in training. <laughs> that's like what's between your ears. So that's why everything starts there. So mental, physical, nutrition, because you got to fuel all that stuff. Right. And then the equipment, because of course, you know, we always do have those folks like, what wheels do you recommend or what should I do on this? And it's like, dude, I, you, there's, you got some other work to do, man. Save that cheddar <laughs> and, you know, let's start thinking about how you're thinking and then we could look at training and then how you're fueling and then, and then, you know, down to that. But each and every one of those are, you know, there's a lot of gains to be made. And over the course of time for both me and you, right, and longtime cyclist Bryce, who I met out there with the Good Dirt Ride, right, he's been mm. riding probably longer than me. Bryce is in his 60s now. And uh, it's almost like a throwback like that last post we were talking about marginal gains. So I like to think about it yeah. as marginal incremental so steady marginal gains you know with uh intent behind it so we know is you know am i working on some mental stuff or am i just trying to dial in nutrition or am i looking at my tire pressure or t-max intervals you know it's funny like you mentioned the last podcast we talked about intent there too like mm. intent in terms of like breathing and breath so like yeah 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 intention is is uh is important for all of this on, on all four of these, right? Like intentionally um, being aware of your mental state and work that uh, that you need to do, yeah, <clears throat> to to work through that mental state. Being intentioned on on your your training and the physical, right? Where we talk about yeah. riding in the if you're not intentioned about it, you're kind of just riding. You're not really training, and you're probably stuck in the gray zone, right? Um, being intentional about your nutrition. There's some obvious stuff there. Uh, and then equipment too, like, you know, yeah. your tires mounted the right direction. <laughs> your fork not locked up. <laughs> Check another episode on that. <laughs> so like this is this is kind of a joke and kind of not, but like thinking about mountain biking anyway and the mental part of it, there there are two there are two what I've wanted to call mountain biking two different things. Momentum biking, because if you don't have momentum, yeah. You end up falling on your face more often than not, and momentum can save you as long as it's safe. That's a whole other story. Right. And men and mental biking because again the fear, uh, like just getting back to that mental base. So mm -hmm. I'm taking notes as we're talking, um, and I think we've talked about this a couple times. Some kind of representation of these four pillars, um, and pillar. You can get a, a visualization of a of a pillar, right? Like this yeah. baseline, but. If they're prioritized, is it worth kind of tilting those pillars over and like the, mm. the mental, the mental Bars. part is the, the base, right? Oh, and I see what you're saying. It's a little bit of a triangle, maybe more of a trapezoid. I don't know about the point on that stuff. Anyway, it, whatever. Just thinking about it as like, if you're not mentally right, you're going to have, 
you can have all these other things in place and they're just going to be off because the mental part's off. Well, here's the way I think, because I'm like, why, why didn't I think about that? Here's, I think the way I thought about it was your performance is like a table, your overall mm-hmm. performance. Again, it doesn't matter if you're racing or whatever, you just cruise. That's your performance. Holding up your performance are these four pillars, mental, mm-hmm. okay. physical, right? Some are worth more than others. And as you come to like master certain things and you're just like, dude, I don't know how to mental issue. It's not whatever, but it's just like, fuck, I keep eating all fucked up. It's like, oh, okay, you have a fueling issue and gastric or you're running out of fuel. Like, oh, okay, Mm -hmm. cool. Let's, you know, because you can always write like, uh, what do you call those? Like histogram kind of graphic things that that tweak, right? You could still be super high performance. Mm -hmm uh riding with locked out forks like I did or backwards tires right that and that part of the of the thing was like shit you would actually I would have actually done better to flow with more momentum and waste less energy if I would have mm-hmm. paid attention to that so that's actually I think how I kind of was like trying to figure that so that's I'm glad you still said that though yeah yeah and and you know it, I think both work it's just as you were describing it I was kind of like you know taking notes I like scribbling. it yeah, I see. Like this was, was a lot of scribbling. More than normal, yeah. man. I'm like, wow, what the heck's going on there? You know why it's more than normal. <laughs> so anyways, I, you know, this thing. So I, a big question, like I said, sometimes I get these super open-ended questions. And you do too, right? Let's like, we're just cruising. I mean, typical questions, like think when you're riding with who you ride with, you're like, man, how do you get over that? Or how do you handle the downhill off camber left hand turn? Or like, what is an attack position really? Or, and, uh, I think even if it's just, and that's right, this whole NFR thing too, it's, if we can give you some good info, you know, set within a, a good context where it's easier to communicate it. Right. Because sometimes you're just cruising or like, so what's this section coming up? You're like, bro, it's real flowy. And then like, there's a little sketch fucking downhill rock garden. So just don't be on the brakes and give it the momentum, bro, because momentum's your friend. So maybe in those few minutes, right, you could be like, if you could scope your riding partner out or something like, hey, man, is your fork? You know, you got an equipment issue or... Mm your position is bad or, you know, I don't see you with the physical capability to be sustaining something like that. Then it's in 90 seconds, you might be able to give a quick like, Hey dude, you might want to drop that pose, get into a good freaking physical position. Yeah. Unlock the floor. It's like, Oh, thanks. Helpful. As opposed to, you know, sometimes it's just hard to answer when someone doesn't know, I just want to be able to do that. Or I want to do it better. Like how, those four pillars help to just slice and dice. And then again, like I said, to prioritize, because there's always, I've also found all of some, some bit uh, like ratios of each of those pillars are present within each. How do I master downhill left hand off camber turns or mm-hmm. the scooper sketch short rock garden downhills? It's like, okay, well, is it a fear thing? Is it no, no, I'm good there, but it's, you know, dude, your tires are backwards or this, or, you know, you're not eating enough and you're freaking exhausted and you can't pedal up the hill and then you're freaking exhausted on the way down out of control. Yeah. It's interesting. Cause I mean, we don't have a whole lot of time to explore all four of them in, in this one episode, but if we think about, if we think about them, uh, they can be, they can be used at kind of quick hits too, right? Like, uh, 
almost like a, a pre-ride checklist or yeah. you're getting yeah. up in the morning, you're kind yeah. of like going through your stuff, getting ready to go on the ride. Yes. Uh, it can be like just kind of your, your pre-day checklist for, for what you're doing and, and be able to like understand what you need to shore up or what you've got like on lock, right? Like, um, you know, as you're getting ready to, to get in the car or whichever, you, you know whether or not you've eaten or, you know, and you can take care of that stuff. So using this, I think, as a, as a, a small and big tool, if that makes sense, right? Where like, it does. You're, 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 yeah. Well, well and right. then here's the thing, right? Sure. Off of a super <laughs> recent, right? This filthy 50 thing, like a pre, a during, and a post, right? So I'm packing, I'm getting ready. So, you know, okay, the mental stuff, yeah, check. I'm kind of working that. My training has been good. I need to have all the, you know, fueling nutrition stuff available that I'm going to need for this event. I'm going to need roughly whatever, 800 calories, check, my bike, all that kind of stuff. I have that. All right. It's good. Didn't catch my tires, but whatever. <laughs> and then during, right? Again, like I said, always starts with that mental because I can remember like, okay, it's coming like go times like, dude, loosen up, loosen up that belly. Like ugh, I could feel like the that short breathing was starting and it was like, oh, okay, let it blow that out, man. Let's get this first, you know, let's get this ready first. So, then, but it's important to recognize that like, so if you're talking about breathing, like that's a physical thing, but it's being triggered by the mental state, like the nerves, everything else. So like, mm -hmm. sometimes you got to figure out how to pull this stuff apart and understand like what the root cause is. Right. And like I said, those are the little ratio things too, right? Because sometimes maybe you're not eating enough and you're like, why can't I really think? It's, everything's weird. And it's just like, dude, because you're fucking hypoglycemic. It's like, oh, mental's fixed. Add fuel. So again, you're right. Like these, you know, it's a different thing. The preparatory and the, and the review, yeah. you know, which is like, okay, shit, my caliper. I should have next time I will always check my brakes. I will always check whatever. And then the during when it's just like, oh, my God, I've been, dude, just fucking breathe. And it was going to that, right? I'm not like thinking about my intervals or it's like, it's done. So it's like, dude, come back to the moment. Try to belly breathe. You're doing great. Third person talk. And again, reference to that blog post there. That's just like, man, some positive self-talk. Yeah. Try to see what I want again that's happening. So. All right. So we've got the, the four. The four pillars, we've got the prioritized uh, with mental first, physical next, nutrition, and then equipment. We've talked about how uh, you can use this as kind of a quick hit checklist before no. before a ride. You can do it during the ride, obviously after. Make sure you're okay, your equipment's okay, and you eat. <laughs> um, but this also gets into, like you've talked about very in, in the beginning, kind of a longer tail deployment of that, which is the training aspect. You need to train yeah. on the mental yeah. You need to train on the physical. You need to train and invest on nutrition. Yeah. Uh, and you need to you need to work on your bike. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, as we've gone through, I've, I've tried to think of anything that like would really fall out of these four. And I, I can't challenge that much. Ah, so. good. OK, well, damn, dude, it's been almost 30 years of me freaking honing it. Down. <laughs> and I was yeah, trying yeah, to I, simplify. I remember thinking, can I get it to three? But now then I got to go mental, physical, like. Yeah, it's the no. four, man. I spent a lot yeah. of time trying to feel like this is it. Every single thing will be in one of those one of those four. Which which one do you think um, you struggle with the most? Hmm. I think that I still definitely work 
mental the most, man. Like I said, mm -hmm. even with the filthy, right? Like, here's another thing we're going through, right? So I had to be like, look, I haven't seen this course. I'm confident in my physical, my nutrition is dialed. I'm mm -hmm. dialed on my setup. And I think I have, I believe I have the skills where I'm creating this belief like there doesn't look to be anything that's more technical than what I've done anywhere. So right. I don't like racing on something I don't know, but it's just, it just doesn't seem technical. So I was really battling that. It was like, dude, like I said, I could feel that like, okay, my stomach's like, okay, dude, you feel good. You know, like if there was a voice to the, how it was, I was like, yeah, Rob, feel good. All right, man, I'm ready to go. Dude. Feel, and I was like, dude. And I remember drive, I was driving. I was like, smacking my stomach. Like, wow, that's tense. Like, uh, re relax, just freaking chill. And, uh, whether it's training or racing or, you know, sometimes even the off thing. Remember I told you I was watching that thing of Ben Goyette racing or going through a course. And I'm like, yeah, dude, I ride like that fast. Like what, how many kilometers is that? And I'm like, that's the same fucking speed. So it really has dude, this, the mental thing. I think I spend the most time and, uh, a tease for maybe future things, but I mean, especially as I'm getting older, this June will be 53. So I can't train more because I can't recover more. So I'm all about, and I forget his last name, but he's coming out with this new break ace thing, which is basically going to analyze your breaking. Mm -hmm. And I love his tagline, which is get faster without getting fitter, mm -hmm. which is all it's in line, right? With the respiratory training, I do a lot of meditation stuff, yoga things, mobility work, but it's not exactly high intensity intervals or, you know, specifically for the bike, but it's just to pull all these things into alignment into the, like the whole me, but being able to do that, that's all part of this big mental piece, man. And that's where I spend the most, the most time I've seen it definitely now pay the most benefit because again, I'm only getting older. Yeah. I do see I can do some more intervals here. I could stretch some stuff out. Of course, you can't hold peak fitness forever. But what I do really believe in and like I've seen and like that's the way it was when I saw the Ben Goyette thing before Grizzly was like, wow, dude, I believe like I just saw the proof there. Like I'm better than I thought I was like, you know, yeah, like so. I'm just into this thing lately and that's my deal whether I'm doing bike fits for folks or just cruising on the trail like you know encourage yourself and let me encourage you too let's talk within this framework to like don't uh sell yourself short man like go for it so yeah it is it is where I spend the most time because you you can at all times we're self-talking right as mm -hmm. we're having conversations as we're watching something doing something we're saying I can I can't you know I hate it when sometimes I tell people or there's like, oh, you know, and I was telling myself, you fucking dumbass. And I'm like, stop right there, man. Yeah, Don't yeah. talk shit about yourself because if you're doing that, just telling me is like, I can't even imagine what's happening on the internal narrative yeah, yeah. that no, that nobody hears, which is probably yeah. pretty brutal. And most people like usually nod and they're like, yeah. And I'm like, dude. So that's when I started hitting on that mental, that's, I really just, double triple quadruple down on it because so yeah. many people would just like dude thanks like i just 
see things it's, a little different. It's funny the way it's not funny. It's actually like it's tragic the way that we will like we say shit to ourselves that we would never say to anybody else. You'd be like, fighting on the fucking street, right? If yeah, you yeah. told someone told you some shit that you tell yourself, man. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Fuck. Yeah. <clears throat> so I think I think uh, in the so this is important for everyone to remember as we go forward for a couple different reasons. A, as we as we progress through these podcasts, as we put more content out. Um, whether it's a, a product review or whether it's talking about training or, or, or training plans, they're going to be, it's going to be encapsulated within these four pillars. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it's important to remember that, uh, we're coming close to the time, but I asked you which one you felt you had to work on the most. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I guess I will answer the same question. Let me ask you first, Eric, <clears throat> which one of the four pillars of performance do you find that you spend the most time in? um so mental is obviously a big one uh i spend a lot of time like trying to just kind of shore up uh the mental thing but i i feel like for the most part i can i can wrangle in what i need to wrangle there one of the things i struggle with the most and it's been worse um since the the throat issue and and all that is uh Man, I hate eating now. Like nutrition is such a pain in the You've ass. You've never liked eating, man. It's been insane. Yeah, actually. Yeah. 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 So like staying uh, when I was doing the 50 milers and I was doing all that, like getting enough nutrition in has always been, uh, has always been a challenge. So that's mm. the one I struggle with the most, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And see, that's insightful because it's different people. It's always different things, right? So as long as you know what each person's thing is or, you know, hey, we're all writing, we're all going here, then, right? If we're like, dude, we're doing the Wrightwood Big Bear Idlewild. It's like, okay, so, hey, it's going to be this long, this much, so make sure you got enough chow. You know, you can make sure each person has all the bits they're going to need or before we make that crazy drop down, you're like, hey, dude, (laughs) pause, belly breathe, just... (laughs) So in the spirit of that, right, where like you're driving, you're driving to the event. And now I'm making like a motion so people can see it on YouTube so I can say again, watch this on YouTube. But you're, <laughs> you're going to this event, you're being like introspective and you're doing kind of this internal audit. So yeah. Um, the first, yeah, the first podcast piece of homework I think we've had as you're listening to this and the, and the outro starts to roll out, think about, um, ask yourself the same question, like within this framework, mental, physical, nutrition, uh, and equipment, uh, where are you and, and where, where do you feel like you might need, uh, the most help or work and, uh, leave a comment and that will help us. I like that. uh, That will help us. That will help us figure out like what episodes or when uh, to focus on each of these individually, because each of them could do, uh, what would really be served by uh, their own podcast and by by more stuff. So right, uh, right. do that internal audit, think about it, and uh, let us know on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, all of those fun places uh, where where you'd like the most help. Yeah, and and let me just say, just, just ask, because if you have that question, I guarantee over all the years of helping people, other people have it too, and sometimes they're just, embarrassed to ask or they're hoping someone else will just ask because again like eric said and this wasn't a planned thing so i like that you did that but it kind of will drive that like if people are having questions about bike fit or nutrition you know or just like oh dude we keep saying we're making this for you so 
get up in there and then we'll like you'll be watching some shit going like hey <laughs> that's what that i was, was asking idea. cool yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> i'm in exactly. there this is cool that's how yeah, it's supposed so. to be good dude i like that i like that you did that that was cool all right so we got the four pillars kind of in the bag we will talk yep. about this more and more as we keep doing the the new episodes uh thank you again for joining us always appreciate your time and your ears uh yes. and your eyes on youtube yes thank and you. uh Man, thanks, uh, thanks, Rob, for bringing this bring this up and and getting the framework kind of out for everyone. Right on, dude. Well, thanks. But episode twenty one, dude. Damn, 21. awesome, oh, awesome, we, awesome. We stopped labeling numbers. We stopped counting because for reasons. But yeah. uh, but I know that this is this is the twenty first one. So uh, we are we are official podcast drinking age now. <laughs> there we go. See you back to the metal, dude. NFR was created on a ride with Eric Hansen here just talking about this whole ethos. It was an idea that has become a thing. We're wearing this stuff. We see people out. It's just, dude, I'm just, it's just such, such a cool thing. So it's fun. I, thank I, you, I bro. It. Thank you, man. I, the, it wouldn't be, we wouldn't be here if, uh, if you weren't uh, always contributing. So uh, right on. I appreciate it. And everyone else does too. They're just not commenting like they need to. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. I'll stop. All right, brother. Thank you. All right. Thanks, everyone. Until uh, until next time, just keep going. Right on. <laughs>